This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, August 18th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part three of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Uh, I mentioned that it's $550 billion, and of that, Um, we understand that around $65 billion is going straight into that power and grid sector. Um, And I can break these down um, a little bit later in our conversation, but for now, what's most important to remember is that this is new money for resiliency, reliability, to address the outages, um, the drought, resilience, all of these other issues that have been um, plaguing our nation with the intensity and severity of climate change. Awesome. Thank you for that, Mona. And and Pat, I guess I, following that, I'll turn it over to you. Why, why is this bill so important to our power grid? And what are some of the benefits of this upgraded grid? I think this bill, its primary importance is the scope. There aren't very many people within the power industry that don't know what we have to do and actually how we have to do it. There have been presentations at our various PUCs for a number of years on what will happen as we get higher and higher percentage of renewables. We knew there was instability coming. What we didn't design for necessarily was the sudden change of these weather events. So that's really what's really important is that this is a, this is a problem that stretches across the United States. So a small scope project couldn't handle it. You know, you can build a new power station in areas where you need power and dispatchable power, but then you have to deal with the environmental issues of that. And that's a fairly, uh, I won't say distracting, but it's a fairly significant uh, project. On the other hand, if we looked at the whole thing in totality, we can see how these things all influence and affect each other. In addition to the three things I named on the grid itself, and Mona brings up a very good point, is that it's connected to water, to sewer, to transportation. I mean, if you decide you're going to charge a million cars in the San Francisco Bay Area, the question comes in, where do you get the, where do you get the power? And how do you get the power into the batteries that the cars need. This is a very large scope project. So what's really gonna happen, and we see it happening already, is that we're going to be upgrading the intelligence of the grid. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. U.S. natural gas prices will remain high this year and could spike upward under some conditions, a consultant told an oil and gas conference in Denver on August 16th. The self-employed consultant, Laird Dyer, predicted natural gas prices at Henry Hub will average $8 per thousand cubic feet over the course of 2022, with possible spikes to $13 or higher if the U.S. has a cold winter. 
Prices for full year 2023 could be worse unless rig counts start rising, he said. At the LDC Gas Forums Energy Innovations, Rockies and West Conference, which was sponsored by Access Intelligence, LLC. The arrival on the U.S. East Coast of a Liberian-flagged vessel carrying fossil-fueled-based products directly from Russia is evidence of the concern about the strength of Western-backed sanctions. U.S. President Joe Biden signed an executive order in March that banned the import of Russian crude oil, natural gas, and refined products. This means Russian oil will no longer be acceptable in U.S. ports, and the American people will deal another powerful blow to Putin war machine, he said. Egypt has positioned itself as a leader in North Africa's renewable energy development while increasing its offshore natural gas production. Following a few years of growth in its renewable sector, Egypt now has power surplus from a well-balanced combination of gas and renewables. And Industrial Info is tracking $4.6 billion worth of ethylene projects in South Korea, including 25 capital spending projects and 11 turnaround projects. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.